Welcome to this latest edition of the NASGP Sessional GP magazine. This is our August 2020 edition and will be the last edition that it goes out free to non-paying NASGP members. From September, the magazine, like a lot of our other content, will be going behind the membership login area. We start this magazine with a couple of editorials. The first is on the new NHS England locum bank model. Needless to say, we don't like the idea. It's a way of slipping in zero hour contracts under the radar and it builds on the negative experiences that GP locums have had during COVID with the NHS CCAS 111 service, which all sorts of horror stories of locums being cancelled at the last minute, being messed around, not a good service. And at a time when we're trying to look at holistic care in general practice and continuity of care and improve that, to introduce a zero hour contract service um, is, is just not a good idea. And we have deep concerns about the implementation of a possible uh, fixed contract for GP locums in that. So beware of that, it's all in the article. Our second editorial is from Dr. Victoria Jotsu Brown, and this is about uh, remote consulting and the and the introduction of the new type of consultation being more along the lines of triage than proper holistic consultation. And Victoria expands on this and again why we need to be concerned about remote consulting and points out research from Bristol University, for example. That's, that says that uh, remote consultations can increase workload by up to 30%. Uh, and again, if we before we went into COVID, we were 5,000 GPs short. So to come out of it recommending a digital ver first consultation model um, is just not a very smart move, we think, and again has implications. So I implore you to read that article from Victoria. Rachel Birch from the Medical Protection Society has got some advice for us regarding uh, the approaching winter with a potential flu, uh, with a potential um, second wave in whatever shape that may take and what, what precautions we can take as GP locums and what we need to be looking out for. Some really good advice and lots of really good links actually on things like uh, paediatric care from the Royal College of Paediatricians and also um, mental health in terms of being being a GP and the stresses and strains uh, alluding back to Victoria's article uh, on burnout and and the increase uh, in burnout associated with remote working it's all very applicable um, so uh, yeah Rachel's article uh, some really good advice just to sort of stock up on your um, sort of mental health bank specialist medical accountant Liz Densley has got a really thorough uh, of um, the issue regarding GP partners and salary GPs who are doing overtime in a practice where they currently work as salaried or partner. Uh, there's confusion. Uh, it's not helped by the NHS pension forms, which say that um, quite clearly the partner can't, but it says a salaried might, could possibly be able to pension their locum work on an NHS pension form if they're a salary GP at the practice. Um, so that's that's a very uh, NHS pension specific kind of ruling, but what kind of trumps that uh, is the HMRC tax rules. And Liz being an accountant, 
goes goes through that. You really, really don't want to be investigated by HMRC and, and reading Liz's article can possibly help you prevent that if you are salaried or partner thinking of doing any overtime in your practice. And talking of specialists, specialist finan medical financial advisor Nigel Farrer has got an article on firemen. Um, so what's happened there is the fireman's pension scheme uh, was found to be uh, discriminatory in, in terms of age and the, as a recent ruling is having a big shock, sending a big shockwave through uh, the NHS pensions for uh, and all public sector pensions and it looks like we as doctors who are on the NHS pension scheme have got to go back look at our, what type of scheme we're on, what decisions we made, we might be able to change that, um, the ta there's tax implications around it. It's creating a whole problem, um, a whole set of new problems regarding NHS pensions that seem to be just compounding all previous problems and existing problems. So take a look at that article and uh, you really, really probably, if you're on the NHS pension scheme, you've been on there for at least a few years, you really should be contacting your specialist financial advisor and Nigel's got some really good advice about doing that. Judith Harvey has put together her thoughts on wearing a face mask, what it means for us as patients, as doctors, the public, um, and the, all the implications around that. Uh, if you, like me, are kind of melting in this current heat wave and wearing a mask, it's not very pleasant. Um, and Judith goes through uh, why we should obviously continue wearing it wherever possible. Louise Hutman has summarised the British Haematological Society's guidelines on iron deficiency in pregnancy and has come up with a whole load of learning points there, um, all summarised beautifully for you. And at the end, if you click on the appraisal aid graphic in the article, you'll be able to fill in a short feedback form for yourself, which will go back to you in a nice CPD-friendly, appraisal-friendly um, reflective feedback form for you to upload into your appraisal toolkit uh, for whenever appraisal comes back in. And finally, you would have already come across Claire de Mortimer Griffin's beautiful front art cover, and we've also got a painting from her on the back page as well. A uh, few adverts there from Palette Medical Chambers, from our own NESGP Chambers, from the Medical Protection Society, and um, very interestingly, the BMJ Careers Fair, which, is, which will be virtual this year, so link through and sign up for free for that. Thanks for watching and hope you enjoy the magazine. <laughs>